Hey, right. welcome to episode, what number is it? 94. Yeah. Wow. Agenda. <laughs> yeah, someone means business today, don't they? <laughs> we're, we're busy. Yeah. IMF, working on a global currency, UK gilts, Bitcoin reaching 50% dominance, uh, Sky News and the Andrew Tate reporting, Santander and talking about lightning, weather affecting hash rate. There's a lot of stories here, guys, but... We might pick and choose. Bitcoin ETFs. Uh, IMF talking about banning crypto. Um, SEC boss Gary Gensler with his relationship with uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. Um, Belgian regulator kicking Binance out. My God, there's a lot. MicroStrategy buying more Bitcoin. Uh, and the Kenyan president. Um, Should we talk about that one first? Going corner things on top of that. You Go, want to talk about the Kenyan president? I see a old battle wooden battleship from my where I'm sat. Yeah, so with pirate ship, isn't it? Like with three Sorry, ma- Dave, three is this ma- on the agenda? No, but it's called my I feel like you're about to get a picture mic and put this up yeah. on the screen. Hi, Edmonton, would you, you there's people doing po- what's the what the hell is that? It's like a Napoleonic Yes, the pirate ship. It calls everyone on that. Does it? Yeah you do see that part. Yeah. Someone said wanna tell the authorities that there's a pirate ship <laughs> they are the it's authorities. Classic, doesn't yeah. it? It's, it's called Tenacious. Tenacious. Because you have oh, trouble to lose my world yeah. from the window. Yeah, the pick, so people yeah. know what I'm putting. That is some ship, though, isn't it? They just look classier than the modern ones. We've been sat here for 20 minutes trying to sort things out, and he could have pointed this out then, because it's yeah, just standing point. Like, just, just went, wait. gone live. I was just like, okay, that is cool, though. That is a weird podcast view. Anyway, back to the agenda. Yes. It is cool. You Kenya, want to talk about the Kenyan president. Kenyan though. president had a good old rant in front of Macron. Mahmoud was there. Some other, I think IMF delegates were in there. Yeah, the World Bank or IMF, one of them. Mm, Talking about what was he? What was he ranting about? Moving away from the requirement for IMF and the the rant on the current manipulation of. He was effectively saying that he wants um, the like a global standard where I think all the countries get taxed and the money goes in and then they're all rather than be bailed out by the IMF, you you get the money goes in similar to I guess what the EU is kind of like in some ways yeah. uh, all the countries put something into it and it helps fund and support all countries mm-hmm. involved he wants that on a global scale does he yeah he didn't want to be he didn't want handouts right he wanted yeah. to be held responsible for their own part of everything which is uh, very good and he was mm-hmm. he was calling them out literally sat next to yeah. him and calling him out to his Macron face. was squirming it's particularly interesting for us because we spoke to a someone from Kenya quote well Yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yesterday. Yesterday. She was like, she was really happy. She brought it up, actually. She did, yeah. She, and she was really happy about it. That the, the, Their leader was taking a stand. Bear in mind, and she was happy that for the first time they were like talking about they wanted the revenues that they're generating actually used in Kenya rather than just going on all these interests for the loans and bits and pieces. Mm. Rather than living off debt. Yeah. Kind of so like the, how they have to tighten their belt rather than just borrowing all the time, actually run off their income. Yeah. But that's much easier said than done, isn't it? Because yeah. well, we were speaking to someone who doesn't currently live in Kenya, and to do that, the Kenya would have to make probably make cuts somewhere mm. to like, austerity measures, just like the UK did for quite a few years. It seemed to And he's doing still. <laughs> I don't know if they're still doing it. I forgot about Back doing in, it. What's we'll it the day? Yeah, you don't have pipe pay rises and um, well, got to gotta feel poor. The chancellor, yeah, you, yeah. Um, you're just gonna have to accept being poorer. Mm. Um, they've said some very don't, comments. Just don't ask for pay rises. Yeah, 
which I think is great advice. Well, yeah, from the company, yeah, no. makes sense. Just don't say that. Uh, but it was interesting that she brought that up. But, is that is that a world that could ever exist? You reckon? Well, uh, what he's ranting about? Uh, well, El Salvador yeah. showing how it, that you don't require the IMF anymore. Do you? you can use a Bitcoin standard. They don't want on debt anymore. No. Well, well they're, they're still probably paying the chunk of debt off. They're moving to the Bitcoin standard for the long term, so it's a long term mm. strategy. So hopefully, in you know ten, twenty, thirty years time, the country is one of the most. Um, I imagine that their their vision is they're going to be one of the most wealthy countries in the world mm. um, in thirty, or years. at least free from the shackles of the IMF. But yeah. uh, the lady we were speaking to yesterday, so Kenya's quite a hub, and she said uh, quite close links to the countries around it, mm. and um, she was saying that there's a, just a general movement against. Uh, the debt and slavery of the USD, so it could be almost lighting a fire. The problem is politics over in, over there can be quite volatile, um, and the IMF has got a history of almost funding opposition leaders when they hear mm. messages like this to try and manipulate. It's brave of him to to do that, I think, in front yeah. of the people he was in front of, literally yes. physically sat there with him as well, and to to it balls yeah. that to say that to the leader of countries and. Yeah. Might galvanise a lot of Kenyans if that's the. It gets them on his side. Yeah, it, get, mm. it might get the Kenyans on his side, but it gets mm. countries against him, um, which is going to be the interesting. Part. Yeah, and then yes. throw throw in the um, CF Frank that France still control a large part of African nations' the currencies and nine countries can determine their rates and all sorts of um, asset controls on them. So yeah, that I mean that's probably why it's sat next to Macron, which that Frank is just pegged to the euro as well. Mm. Which, just, yeah, it's just the same <laughs> value as a euro. But well, good for him. By the central bank. Good, so it could be. Yeah, good. But have they made any movements to adopt Bitcoin? So the BRICS thing, uh, so yeah, it's all been tied to the BRICS thing on it, and they've been talking about um, trading with local currencies rather than trading with the US dollar, which is what mm-hmm. like a lot of his Kenyan president's uh, Rito's rants have been about as well recently. Um, and now there's talks of using Bitcoin instead of using. Uh, the local currencies, or mm-hmm. like RSN globally, um, where you can have a, glo- a local currency in, in the UK in pounds, and then you can use Bitcoin just as the mechanism to send over to Kenya, coincidentally, mm-hmm. um, for um, Kenyan shilling at their side. So you actually do the trade in Bitcoin, but because it's instant and settled between two parties, um, pretty much instantaneous, then there's no volatility risk of bitcoin so bitcoin price is irrelevant it's just a, a lightning transaction for example um and the fx rate then is done almost on a bitcoin to a local currency rate um, it does mean that these going forwards these countries can effectively trade in their own currency and they just have to acquire bitcoin to then make payments mm. and receive bitcoin by yeah we were speaking to her about how do we get the word out that they can do because she was amazed she'd not heard of send globally in terms of because she was still sending a lot of money back to uh, nairobi i think it was um and her family all around the place and um so we were like how do you get how do we tell people how they're like with the word of mouth she told us about why would you why would you get why would you start saying that now why 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 do you have to cut that why would you even cut that why would you call that? Just markets cut. Why would you call that? Markets an advantage. Of who? Well. No, I, all right, just bleep it then. We're going to be going... Are we? Why wouldn't we? <laughs> I don't know, it just seems sensible. 
leading with that i'm thinking that just cut that yeah don't cut that bleep it bleep it all you can bleep it it's funny just keep going through all this whole session (laughs) oh bloody hell you weren't gonna tell people no you keep (laughs) you're gonna have to cut the whole section now bloody hell hear what you want cut the whole section we're interrupted okay so as soon as dave mentioned she also brought brought a book around doesn't she she was like she did bring a book with her she said like yeah Mm. She that. reads book for inspirational, motivational books, and I was like, "Dear, like, well, what sort?" Of, she was like, "Yeah, I've got one on me." Boom! So I was like, that's next level book reading. What book was it? Uh, Something in the snow. Can you remember? I remember. That was, I mean, could have, in the snow. could have gone on for ages talking to her. She's a very interesting character. Wow. Mm, so yeah, two minute video ish, I think, on the Kenyan president that we were talking about. That so worth watching. Mm. If you haven't watched, um, maybe we can link to it in the. Yeah, right. footnotes. I thought you said I thought you said a swear word there. Yeah, I thought you did as well. <laughs> footnotes, start, footnotes. If footnotes with your accent sounds like <laughs> footnotes. <laughs> In the footnotes. Yeah. I was I'm like, sorry, oh trust. Can't say that. I can't say that. All she also <laughs> did. He's just making it hard work for Mikey, and he's he's off after today. So oh, he's going to get to get the bed. It's not going on. Yeah. Oh, so sorry, sorry, but it's not very right. I'll try it. I'll, 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 I'll reel it in. Um, I'll reel it in. Yeah, she couldn't yeah. understand my accent either, actually. I'm I asked her. So, many said, people do have problems with it. I said, do you want a drink when she came in? And she just sort of smiled and said, she said something, but it was like not an answer. And I was like, do you want water or coffee yeah. or tea? And she was like, oh, can I just have a water? I think that's mine. Like, mainly why she was just talking to me. It's just me and her talking. Yeah. Because she was just like, damn, what the hell is that guy on about? I don't get it. It's just a northern accent people struggle with. Mm. Um, I never, it's one of the things as well, you never realize you have an yeah. until you move away from where you're from. It's See, like, I don't think you do. Just, I, I don't understand why people have a problem with it. But yeah. I think you sound great. Americans struggle. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Americans really too molly. You think I sound great as well? Yeah. Thanks, Dave. I'll throw that in. Thank you. Uh, I, I don't know what we were supposed to say then. You know, Sailor Ball yesterday, that's on your agenda. That's the, yeah. I sent you 12,333 uh, 12, sats yesterday. Okay. Why did you do that? Because I... Because Sailor just bought right. twelve thousand three hundred thirty-three Bitcoin. I thought I didn't want Danny to miss out. My oh. dad didn't want didn't want Danny feeling left out, so I sent him some sats. I didn't even see that. I know. That come through to me now. No, yeah. Let's check. I was starting to buy lightning. I have two minute notifications. I know. So. I just thought uh, I thought a baller. Oh, and he's not. I didn't. Well, what? I then did him to. Yeah. See. Yeah. See. I sent you. Oh. Exactly. So he, he didn't get it. He just didn't notice. No. He's just play. ignoring it. He's such a player. So he sends me 21 every day, so I was just like, all right, I owe him some back. I'm just going to send him that just to... Every time for as the eyes. Yeah, send me exactly. That That's what I was going to do. Like, <laughs> like that. It just shows, show, you know... Keep a record of it. <laughs> exactly. But then I was like, oh, it might highlight the fact if he gets that amount and he doesn't know who it's from. Because I really want uh, notifications. I want to write messages when we send mm. it. So yeah. I really, really want that. Yeah. Because I mainly just send it to him. Cool. Which... Is on Zero. The I know it's on the list, oh, but I, I just can't emphasise enough how much I want that mm. in just to send people sats with a yeah, message. Danny would have known then. Exactly. He got it, uh, but he did, one, he didn't even notice anyway, message or not. No. That it even I haven't actually cleared that. That's why I ended up sitting there with a message after message. Please, please. Okay. Just did it not even pop up on your phone? It probably it was like last night. So many people send him sats that he just didn't. It's not what it is. It's so much spam of rubbish. So many pop up notifications. The right. sats, but just the general right emails and everything. Yeah. Okay. It's too much. It's just the noise. It's too much noise these days. Anyway, Sailor bought some more. Going in again. Mm. He's averaged 
What is it? His average buy is about 20. 28. Roll up for 29. Is it profit? Yeah. I, interestingly, this is slightly related-ish, started reading the Bitcoin Standard again last night. Because I read somewhere, I think a Medium article described the Bitcoin Standard as the Bitcoin Bible, almost the, like a, the necessary reading that all yeah. pe- people into Bitcoin had mm. to read. And it was the book that Michael Saylor in the foreword for the revised version mm. says that made him put the MicroStrategy Treasury Reserves into Bitcoin. Really? He says that in the foreword. He says that that one book convinced him so solidly that because they had a they had a Treasury issue, especially after COVID, because they went you know. Mm into they made a lot of stuff remote made a lot of efficiencies ended up saving a lot of cash and he was like saying well basically if we're running to stand still if um, you know it, with interest rates and inflation being what it is that, that they, they can't they have to utilize that in a mechanism that would yeah work for them above tough, yeah, yeah so, and that's why he came to bitcoin wow. through that book you read that book i've never read that book i know See, uh you should literally leave i honestly no i read it Get out, both of you. Ask me, ask you don't me. Don't deserve to be on it. <laughs> don't deserve to be on it. No, no, no. I've read it. I'm not as impressed by it. I've heard mixed things about it, hence why I've not I've not really been that key yeah, to that's it. Like, me back as well. Yeah. Used it. <laughs> I mean, if I mean, you, like, some how, yeah, like, that, like, that argument's absolutely flawed, isn't it? So why, it still wouldn't make you read it or not. No, if, you, if you know that that is fundamentally read by and is held in such high regard, and it's made Sailor basically make that treasury decision. Yeah. One of the all-time OGs and big buyers. How can you? How can you just go? Mm, the reviews aren't that great. <laughs> I'll give it a miss. It's different. <laughs> it's I'd take reviews like, into what? consideration. It's different for different people. Though. Like I think different things obviously reflect. Uh, people understand things differently and, and take things in differently, and learn things. Are you saying I'm retarded? No, no. I, let me get. I, I, I'm getting there. That's I'm getting there. Uh, no, <laughs> my but, favorite one is a coloring book about Bitcoin. <laughs> but that's so actually true. Your knowledge. It's yeah. coloring in the twenty-one million. So, Sailor, uh, Michael Sailor is a, diff- a different type. He's he's an I guess some form of analytical thinker, should we call it? But he's he's a different. His brain works differently to other people's and things like that. So, funnily enough, I I think I mentioned this to you about it, and one of my mates um, I know from uh, when I was younger. Um, I'd seen him recently and he said about it and he said he saw, he was like, oh yeah, this guy was on one of the podcasts he listened to. And it wasn't a Bitcoin podcast, it was a different one. And he said Michael Saylor was on it. I was like, okay, yeah. And he, he was saying like, I just didn't understand the word he was saying. Hmm. Um, so it's like people on the outside oh. of the industry just don't, un- like he was talking about, I said, was he talking about like digital energy and stuff like this? And he was like, yeah. And he's like, I just don't know what that means. That's interesting. Just, I, I, I regard him as one of the best speakers on Bitcoin. But when I listen to him, I'm like, oh, only for our bubble. No, yeah. I think a lot of it. And maybe that. for other criteria, other certain niches and maybe big business in certain ways. And it might um, be more familiar in the way he talks to them sort of guys. But the man on the street, like, they, they don't understand what's, mm-hmm. what these people are talking about. Unless your um, mate's just a bit thick. So, yeah, potentially. I can consult him. He's probably never going to listen to this. It's um, <laughs> a big lad. Uh, ish. Um, <laughs> insult away, it's man. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't... So, so for me, like the book, um, The Bitcoin Standard, I don't know. Some people will get it. Some people will like it. And some people just... It just won't make sense and it'll just be okay. over the head. Okay. Um, so I think you need lots of different types of education and information out there to hit all different target audiences mm-hmm. and things. It's like people would say with Bitcoin, you don't need it until you do. 
Yeah. It's like when you do need it and you get it and you understand it. But until that point, you unless you have some sort of interest, you don't go and research it. You don't go and learn about it. You don't do that. Absolutely uh, sure. And that's probably why our industry do love Michael Saylor and the way he talks and things like that. But people outside the industry, it's because we have that interest mm-hmm. in finance and the economy and privacy and um, sort of global uh, economics and things. Whereas people outside the industry don't. They don't care. You see, we need like another Michael Saylor from a slightly different angle, someone that can speak well, but from you need from the standpoint that's yeah, maybe well, more understandable man on the street. Look in the UK, we have Martin Lewis on the money saving side of things, don't we? And doing that, and he tries Martin Lewis. I, I'm not a fan either, but he relates to like the man on the street. I guess he's the right person that was to save money, and obviously during these times, it's quite critical for a lot of people. So um, he is relatable to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe it needs to have that voice out there that is more relatable to the man on the street. However, Sailor's not necessarily aiming for that. And I'm sure no. he wouldn't say he's aiming for that. He talks and he's trying to, he's, he shows that from the conferences he's done and it's all about the big business yeah. um, and trying to get Bitcoin on the balance sheet and things mm-hmm. like that. That's been his agenda and his push. Um, and the same with the Bitcoin standard. That's come from Safedean, who's an economist, Austrian economist mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, so he has that expertise in that and he will know how to talk to that crowd and to the people that have the interest in the economy it's not quite the same for everyone we need lots of different types of different information mm-hmm. yes is the sure lot. my favourite one is Bitcoin uh, Hard Money You Can't Fuck With by Jason Millions so that's the one on the street I think that's very easy to read and very yeah. easy like that's the book I recommend to everyone mm. on the street because it it's He's talking about real examples of yeah. what he did. Yeah, I suppose that's relatable. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's ish. That, it? I would say that. I mean, he's got his own power station. It's not that relatable. No, but what I mean, what yeah. he did is, <laughs> is more relatable and um, it's... It's very well written. Real, yeah. It's relatable to the man on the street, I think. Okay. It's easier to understand what he's talking about mm-hmm. than if you start saying about digital energy and stuff, It's what does that even mean? It's like, it is confusing. Right. Fair enough. No, I'm slagging any of yeah. them off. It's that everybody relates to different things mm. and we need lots of different oh, different education. For yeah. different reasons, though. Yeah. And you do, it was pointless me sending you those sats you didn't even notice. So, no. I don't know why you did. Nice I waste my bloody time. So ungrateful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, guilt, let's briefly touch on these because there's a lot to What's go through. What's a guilt? Is a UK, a UK version of a bond. Oh. Um, okay. Should we call I've it? I've literally never heard that ever. So they nearly went pop in October. Um, there was nearly a bit of a crash with them in October, and the Bank of England intervened and did they print? It was like two hundred billion, or whatever it was, can't remember. Mm. Um, and so they're back now. Gilts UK gilts are back to the same level as they were back in October, I think, when the Bank of England intervened, mm. um, which is worrying because there was a lot that uh, pension funds were in these gilts, so pensions were at risk, should we call it? Um, it's not good, is it? They seem to be back there at the same levels, and nobody's talking about it. Did I speak about this last time on the pod? I read a good Bloomberg article about why it's affecting the UK a lot more in terms of inflationary rates and the cost of living. It tends to be that like the, one of the biggest players at the moment is mortgage rates are going up in the UK Ooh. a lot quicker, but mortgage rates. You know, in the UK, the average more fixed term mortgage you get you get offered is between two and five, so like two and five fixed fix, years, term, yeah. fixed years. Mm. So the average is about three. So you get three years before you have to re 
Yeah. Uh, sort out I a new it deal. Was two or five. You can. I don't know. You could choose three. Yeah. No. Sorry. The average. Yeah. About, average. So it's about average. You about. can do more. You get like ten year ones and stuff as well. You can. Well, you can do that. But it's very very hard to get ten year. In your even massive parts of Europe, the the normal offering is between ten and like twenty five. So they get so their their mortgage rates are fixed in for much longer. In. Yeah. So like whereas we're like hundred thousand people every month to having to go through this, yeah. right? Basically getting hammered with in, in increased interest rates mm. and it's costing like you guys probably yeah, feeling even, it now like a couple of hundred pounds up to you know a couple can up to be you know fifteen hundred a lot of thousands of pounds have had this in yeah. yeah. cost you every month just in the interest rate going up and it's because basically we've got shorter terms in the UK than in Europe. So and, we're feeling it quicker. And the US have full lifetime of the thing of things. So they'll be like tw 25, 30 years. Their, their opening rates must be higher just to, for the bank's own security. Must Not sure. Mikey can be um, fact checkers on the It used to be quite average rate of a US. When they, when, obviously, when the rates are going down, it's a good thing because mm -hmm. you can just get out of bad deals and get newer deals. But yeah. when the rates are going up, which not many new buyers or actually mortgage holders that's have seen for you know, an awful long time. I've seen these rates going up. Mm -hmm. Now we're all getting the wrong side of short-term deals. That's where we get into a housing, the house, housing bubble. The prices have gone up a lot recently. Mm -hmm. So now they're coming to a grinding halt yeah. in terms of people, no one's selling or not able to sell. They were also marketed as, um, like everyone prefers fixed fixed term rates, so like a fixed rate over a term, like they used to like variable rates used to be the rage, but. Yeah. People shied away from that because it was. But you know what you're paying, don't you? In the times where you've in the fixed rate, yeah, exactly. It, yeah. That's what it, it gives people clarity. Money, but yeah. now it's it's not great. Yeah. Funny I don't know how you're going to afford it as a new first-time buyer. People no, going to get houses now. But you have the deposit as well. Like the yeah. deposit is a big deposit for mm. like even ten percent is usually average, mm. isn't it? Ten percent deposit. But with the house price in the UK now, average is. But the start. Well, the starting. The yeah, they're starting to come down. It's just whether. Whether you can actually afford mortgages, the yeah. repayments. Yeah, yeah. So the house prices is slipping slightly because no, basically no one can enter the property market. Yeah. And they're, they're going to drop. And so, funnily enough, uh, I don't know if you've seen much about Airbnb at the minute. No. And Airbnb are down from this time last year. Their rentals that are being rented out across the whole platform are down 48%, I think. Well, it was. No, sorry, the number of houses going into Airbnb, the number of people actually rented. So, oh. so they're empty. So a lot of the Airbnb they're so expensive. are empty because people don't have the, the the money at the minute because of the current economy mm. to go on and to haul away and stay in these places. You think um, the price of them will just start declining though? So the, well, they're pricey anyway. Sometimes they're more than hotels. Yeah, they are. It's painful. Yeah, the um, So I think this is heavily in the US, I think, as well, though. And then what people are expecting, obviously, is then if that... Um, if that continues, these people that are obviously paying a mortgage on these, that they've bought mm. these houses to then mortgage out, they can't afford the repayments, Shit, at which yeah. point they're going to either foreclose, they're going to have to um, sell, which they won't be able to sell because nobody's buying. Mm. Um, mm. So you end up because interest rates are high. Um, so are you going to end up with a bit of a crunch on Airbnb as a business as a whole itself? But because it's not just that business that owns, like if it's a hotel chain, mm. the hotel chain is, the hotel chain goes pop and the hotels go pop or whatever but and that's one company yeah. this is affecting uh, probably hundreds of thousands of people i imagine mm -hmm. because of the people that will have generating revenue from them. airbnb and yeah so it's not just one business mm -hmm. there's so many that are going to interact centralize with. an awful lot of housing stock into banks on it when they foreclose and the banks just get it yeah get a lot which is what they say about interest rates and inflation in general just has a centralizing effect on from the have-nots to the haves the, the people with the assets this is the burning more.
this is the Warren Buffett style mentality of um, when there's blood on the streets. You think well, Warren Buffett would just be sweeping exactly. up loads of cheap houses? Yeah, but that, no. If you win that mentality, you <clears throat> sell while it's peaking and hold the cash until everyone's panicking, and you come in and you yeah. you buy long term strategies and yeah. My wife actually, we had a, this is kind of late because we we're off to an Airbnb in August, um, and she, I was like, right, we've opened a stacking account. We've been putting like 150 quid into it every month or so. And she was like, isn't it nice just to be able to save? And I was like, oh, she's coming around. Like all this, all this, <laughs> she's Bitcoin, all this, she comes. Yeah, all this Bitcoin talk. I've finally got a perspective. It's just saving. It's like, yes, saving technology is what it's, it's yeah. you know, it's perfect for it. That's a funny thing to say. Was it like people used to save everything? It used to be mentality of everyone. Yeah. Speak to your parents about saving. We're a consumer I think we just lost spending. it and then it's yeah. now coming back. Oh, isn't it nice to save? The very consumer spending heavy, wasn't it, over the last decade or two? Mm. And it was easy money, wasn't it, I guess? Yeah. But saving in Bitcoin. Beautiful thing. Cool. So the guilt conversation lasted longer than expected. If judging by that bloody itinerary, we're going to be here for... It's going to be three hours. hours. I've got stuff to do. Oh, yeah, it was three to point off here for the rest of the day. We've got plenty of time. Hmm. <laughs> Mikey's right. on holiday. <laughs> oh, uh, this done. <laughs> I know, no, no, this rate. Uh, Bitcoin yeah. reaching 50% market dominance for the first time in two years. Um, cool. I'm not sure yet. I mean, for the people that don't understand that, that's just Bitcoin's val- market cap, should we call it, um, the total value of all Bitcoin circulation added together. Uh, is more than is fifty percent of the whole crypto market, um, including Ethereum and Tether and everything mm-hmm. else in there. Um, so has it been down because of the whole NFTs on Ethereum thing over the last couple of years, or is that not it's really a combination of everything? Oh. It's been down because of yeah the tokens side, mm-hmm. and like all the ICOs yes. and all that sort of stuff. All that dragged it down, and then usually in bear markets it comes back up again. So bull markets it goes down when everyone's buying alts and buying tokens mm-hmm. and things, um, and then it flips back around again so it's, it's on its way back up again I mean, so it's like yeah. bear market territory um which we do we've we've kind of seen it um repeat in some ways cool. um it kind of offers a, the, the safe haven of the crypto industry is bitcoin isn't it people start in bullish periods start messing about with alts so then when things start to tighten up yeah they all come they just they go back into bitcoin. back yeah yeah they'll stop trading People yeah. are trying to trade and make millions in the bull period because everyone's a genius because everything's going up. And then you, when you come back the other way, it's like, what do you go into? That's safe. And yeah, but money's yeah. safer than the other ones. Yeah. Um, the other cryptocurrencies are there. Um, so, yeah, that's just quick passing points. Uh, this one should be hopefully a quick one again. Sky News reporting Andrew Tate had over 21 million Bitcoin worth nearly $400 million. I mean, that's just shoddy reporting, isn't it? Uh, BBC research. reported this, Sky News reported it. Like, so many people reported this. And they all had, a lot of them had different numbers as well and different things, and none of them got it correct. And it's incredible how the a simple Google, like the ma- mainstream Which media, bit do they get incorrect? Sorry. Everything. Everything. So they said 21, 21 million Bitcoin. Yeah, which obviously you can't, for one, you can't have that many. Yeah. He said over 21. Sorry, I knew that bit was wrong, but I'm thinking what the other one's saying. Like, So he actually had 21 Bitcoin. Yeah. Not 21, uh, over 21 million Bitcoin. Um, they then said that 21 million Bitcoin is worth nearly $400 million, which it's clearly not. Yeah. It's worth the whole market cap, which mm. is however many billions at the minute. We, I don't know what, 500 billion, billion or at the minute. Check that out. Fact check that. 
The market cap is 591 billion. So that's how long it took Mikey to Google to figure out how incorrect Sky News, one of the biggest news outlets in the UK. You should apply for a job there, Mikey. Couldn't do. Get on the news desk. <laughs> it's crazy. Good and this is like bad education going out to the public then. Yeah. Um, and then he actually only had 21 Bitcoin, which was worth them $400,000 or something. Um, so again, the fact check, Mikey. Oh, the numbers were so wrong. Oh, everything was wrong. It was just not even close. But they didn't even Google it to run the numbers. They didn't need any special education on this. They just needed to Google how much one Bitcoin was worth and then multiply that by something. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's just unbelievable. But I mean, what's why are they declaring what assets he holds? Is it start to do with his headline, his prison sentence? His headline clickbait in it to badmouth Bitcoin again. This criminal oh, holds Bitcoin. He's a, mm. he's a bad lad and yeah. he's got Bitcoin. His 21 Bitcoin should be worth $645,187. So they couldn't Google that. A little bit way out. And it's just, yeah, it's I absolutely not. I math, but you and I knew that. Yeah. Okay. So for them, they were trying to basically throw shade at the industry, got everything absolutely wrong, and showed how the lack of the care and their attention to, uh, well, it's time to attention to detail. It was in the headline. The frustrating thing is that we're the only ones that care about that. Like the public, well, the public are not going to. No, there, there's an effect. What's the effect called? Now, someone told me this once. It's like if you read a news article and you're fully aware of the facts and you can pick holes in it. Yeah. Um, you you would lose trust in all the other stuff. Well, no. Say so you you'd say right, okay, that's got problems in it. That I can't trust that one. Mm. Then you turn the page and read the next news article, something you don't know about, and you the, uh, back to square, and you take that as written, take that as fact. You believe that? Yeah. There's a, it's, 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 someone told me this, it's like a, I can't remember the name of it, but it's, it happens all the time. Basically, it's only because you, you know about Bitcoin that yeah. you picked up on that. So that's what I'm saying. Molly's if, saying if someone that doesn't know about it turns yeah. to the page and reads that. That's just but the, if the next Sky News article is about the number of boats in the Navy and they misreported that, you would have no idea. No. It could be no. way wrong again. Yeah. So it's, it's only because you've got that expertise and you, yeah. you, it's, it's kind of a, and then when it, when you do notice it, it just kind of highlights the, how bad reporting can be, yeah. but it could be on. It can be is full stop. It could be on every single article. It's just that yeah. you wouldn't know. That's why I don't trust anything in the media. Don't trust anything in the media. I just don't trust it. When I read things like that, I read a lot of mainstream media, and I you, do, uh, you read the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail. I keep I keep attention to the headlines, and then once I see the headline, I'll go and research it myself to news. understand it. Mm. Yeah, of course. And then I have to see, you know, go and Google. Hey, I'm a Bloomberg subscriber. I'm better than you. <laughs> Dave Basically. signed up to Bloomberg this week. And they bragging about it. I said, <laughs> why, why did you bother? And he's like, oh, just because no, I get annoyed with having the paywall. It was interest. Yeah, it, it like, did. It basically, it kept having interest in articles I wanted to start reading. And it, the paywall was so aggressive that I couldn't. I got into it. like, And then was like, oh. Everything you need on social medias and other platforms, other news outlets. and there's, the, the, You don't need them. You don't need to subscribe. Um, it's a slightly higher standard of reporting. Is it, though? They wouldn't have got that Tate thing wrong. They did. They wouldn't have got there. I mean, yeah, I have no idea. No, also, just to put on the spot. Also, they would check it, Mikey. Let's check. They it. wouldn't be reporting Andrew Tate articles. I can't imagine they would, but no. you never know. Let's find yeah. out. Well, probably won't be able to get on with that. Amano- can't we? Like, I'm annoyed. I know who Andrew Tate is. I only, I, why? Yeah, my, on my radar. I had no idea who he was. I, I realized I knew who he was from back in his Big Brother days, but I didn't know that was him. Big so. Brother. He was, that's how he got, back in the limelight was, that's how he got famous. Oh, I don't know. I don't keep on talking about. He was just one of those big brother guys from the original series, like from years and years ago. Just from the nasty Nick from the first series. The series. Classics. I remember it used to be like absolute must watch television, Big Brother. 
because it was like deemed as a social experiment. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, it's like wow, that's actually they're, they're that. actually enclosing people in, not letting them out, and it's yeah. what's going to happen to these people? How is it going to affect them? One when really tried to climb off the over oh. the ceiling, Sandy, yeah, yeah. Is it Sandy, rather <laughs> <laughs> nasty, isn't it? They're all yeah. turning against each other and voting yeah. each other out. It's like the first reality TV program I can remember. Yeah, and it was, you know made such a big splash. It's so new and different. They're on about bringing it back, I think, aren't they? Some other Brit. I tell you what, they are bringing very back. much this over. Is, this is I'm very much over. You guys are your age, yeah. This is now Bitcoin at all <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> yeah. the, first, the first season the, of Big Brother. They're bringing gladiators back. They already, you know, they already. I'm the ace they, ones. They, you know that. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so well, they did about. Mike, they, you might know. Did Ace come? Ace. Did Ace come to your primary school? I oh, remember this. Ace, no. Yeah, I've got a photo no. with Ace. He was doing a tour of the the primary school. I don't know why. I think Zach oh. told us about this, or Liam, or someone. Yeah, it'll be Zach. This, yeah. yeah, I can't remember Ace, the original gladiator. I was so more of a wolf man myself. Wolf's a big. Wolf's the big name. He still does well out of panto from that. Does he? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, but they did bring it back. So but could you cut all this section out? Well? Like, <laughs> <laughs> actually, really boring individuals. <laughs> right. Um, where are we at? Scan is uh, Santander. Yes, they released the, an article so again, about lining. I'm, more, I'm just annoyed at everything today. It's a bad How's that annoy you? Just woke up on the wrong side of the map. Right, so Santander, um, everyone's jumped on that thinking, oh, Santander are now paying attention to Bitcoin. They've been paying attention for Bitcoin for years. They've invested in Coinbase years ago, about six years ago. Um, so it's not new to them. Um, nothing's new. They, they're just trying to virtue signal for attention um, for what that is. And a big bank does it and everyone jumps on it like, oh, they're an amazing bank now. Santander wouldn't give me a mortgage oh, seven years ago <laughs> because oh. because of Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, it's because, it's because, because, how can you be angry at that? It's just so I was seeing my last time. Bitcoin. They wouldn't give me a mortgage seven years because of Bitcoin. And then they invested yeah. in Coinbase just after I think that was. I was like, I think it's you're the problem. So, but not well, apparently, Bitcoin. according to them, yeah. I was the problem. Um, so I know all banks have done that over the years, HSBC and Santander. Oh, God. But then, no, they've written. HSBC bingo card stamp. It's basically some some guy at the company <laughs> has written uh, what the Lightning Network is, and it's great that they're now clarifying and highlighting mm -hmm. that you know Visa's uh, that, sorry Lightning can outpace Visa on scalability and mm -hmm. how many transactions and everything. Uh, it's stuff we've known for years now, but you know a big bank is admitting it. Yeah, but also the, the, a lot of people trust them, and their reach is different from our echo chamber. You'd expect so, and then they got loads of stuff wrong in the article. I did think Walmart accept Bitcoin. No, they don't. That they, was like one of they? the yeah. They, no. no, but did they? No, they've never accepted Bitcoin. There was something. Was the, were they doing? Were they exploring blockchain? No, they watched right. Jack Mallers' talk from a year ago in Miami when he yeah. talks about he's integrating with NCR and Blackhawk because that's what they talk about. In oh, okay. And he's going to be integrated with NCR and Blackhawk for POS things. And then on that, Jack says we will. Uh, NCR is used by Walmart and McDonald's yeah. and these. So these guys have then picked that up and said. Walmart and McDonald's are accepting Bitcoin, right. and they're not. Well, McDonald's is does in El Salvador, but that's not what they're talking about. Okay, that was just an unfortunate. Was that two years ago? The NCR stuff from Strike, uh, eight year ago. Eight years right. Ago. Um. So they've they've reported on it, which is great. But then they've, they, this is go back to the mainstream media stuff. They've got stuff incorrect all over the place. Um. They they called Strike Stripe. But have they got? Um, have they got? A, honestly, a, was it right just to be an encouraging enough that their new audience? Well, the new audience that would know nothing about Lightning might follow Santander. How many transactions? 
a second did they say it would, lightning would do? So again, they, they've got certain it, things. Like, I, I I'm just a, a million, reading it now. I had a million in my head, but again, it's not. Where have they pulled that out their ass from? Well, I, that's just made up. That's not a thing. It's infinite in theory. Bitcoin's only able to execute five to seven transactions per second. Sometimes Visa executes more than 20,000 in the same frame, and then it goes on to say. But Lightning can do it's so much. millions of transactions per second. So the same millions. Same millions. But they don't want to explain okay. how that works. And oh. Actually, in theory, it's infinite because it's there's no limit in how many it, it could do a second because it's decentralized in nature. So there's a solution to the scalability problem is it can support millions of transactions per second, but it doesn't give a yeah. precise number. So I appreciate there is positivity there is in the bank positive. and there is some positivity. Mm -hmm. However, if, uh, you know, you are, like you're saying there, people trust them, they're a respected bank, mm -hmm. and then they're getting so much wrong in a very simple, basic article. Uh, how but are they, get they getting so enough wrong? right for it to be passable and encourage others? Like, it's is it stuff? Yeah, it can get away with getting wrong because it's not. Well, most people not a technical paper. Most people it? don't read the, the detail anyway; they just mm. read the headline. So the headline's enough to from Santander to to help yeah. that. But I'm I hate that I'm trying to always push on the education and making sure things are factual and we're right and and you know we're not just. I don't want to be that industry which we have been over the years as well. You you jump on something, and it's not actually true. Mm. And you then it's like what we're saying there about you reading. You end up people not trusting them, and because over time you lose the trust because you find out they've just been lying all these years about X, Y, and Z. Mm. Um, so I want you know you want factual stuff, and even if it's realistic, because I, I said about this, I think I replied about it, and I had some people replying to me saying, um, like, why does it matter? Just take it, something. Sort of but it's like, but then you're you're admitting that you don't care that these guys are lying because it looks good to the outside world. And then when the outside world come in and they realize you were lying, then what else do they think you're lying about? And okay. they lose, the, the, trust yeah. in, the trust in Bitcoin has, has been hit hard many, many years, many times. Um, and every time we have to go back and re-educate people on it's I guess maybe I get frustrated because it's, I feel like it ends up being my job and our job ends up educating these people. Mm. We know that. The amount of people we've sat down with recently and had conversations on, just Bitcoin, mm -hmm. we just want to talk Bitcoin with yeah. them and learn Bitcoin. They want people to learn. who are in the financial industry. And these are high level, very some of them very, very high level um, finance world people and they have no clue about anything, but they are repeating, they're saying to us and repeating things that are just completely incorrect, but they're seen in the media and seeing these things. And then that has been the impression they've had in their head for many years. And then when we tell them, no, that's not true and we explain why, they're like, oh, right, well, I want to get involved then. Yeah. And it's like some of them things have stopped these people getting involved mm -hmm. because they've just been incorrectly reported. And but because they've kept repeating it as well. And the more you repeat this yeah. stuff, the more people think it's, it's, true. it's true. It's like the Mandela effect. So my rant, yeah. So my rant is just on uh, just one accurate education. Okay. That's all he wants. Accurate education. So okay. on that. Did you get in touch with Santander to correct the article? I replied to them in a tweet. Okay. They didn't respond, obviously. No, yeah. Uh, I was going to reach out to someone there, but I've just not had time. Okay. You'd be like, can I have a mortgage while you're at it, please? I'd say I don't need it anymore, thanks, but yeah. see you later, guys. Um, the weather is affecting hash rate again. Yeah, I started that one because I, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't. Uh, I was hoping some, some techie person could explain. Yeah, how... Zach? I've not read Zach's it. Yeah. Is it? I think Zach has only put this article in the... <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, man. well, we'll have to leave it's that one. It's not affecting my... Hash rate with all this sunshine. No, but just being online is affecting your. Oh my god! Didn't didn't you tweet 
Yeah, that was very annoying. <laughs> so did you see that? Basically, I had a minor on for like five hours on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Saturday. <laughs> found and basically afterwards. found a block 10 minutes after I turned it off. Yes. And I was like, no. And it keeps happening. Like, I, I, I keep putting on. This is why it's supposed to keep running all the time. Yeah, 24-7. Right? Yeah. But I was wondering. Five hours. There's mechanisms. The soul, my soul of a array won't work 24-7. So I'm like, I'm trying to, I, I call it snipe mind. But I know, that might be a term that catches on, where you just mine for a short <laughs> snipe mine. So you just it's like catching up. It, it might. But, well, if you, if you use a miner as a store a heater, you're not going to use a heater 24 seven. Do you know what you need to do? Three six five. Well, this is, I can I tell you what I'm doing. Let, let me and this is going to be. Can I draw you to write down what I'm about to say? And yeah, come on, babe. If we're in line, I don't know if that'd be more annoying than anything else. Go on then. Tell you what I'm doing. So I'm looking at the data from my pools to see when they. Historic have peaks and troughs. So basically, in a pool, you have miners joining, miners leaving, hash rate going up, hash rate going down, and they can they basically win blocks in in what I don't know might be a pattern. And so there might be a and a, a time when I should be snipe mining because mm. I was thinking right, I've got this is a tangent by the way, and it makes me sound mental, but I've got a spare tumble dryer. So I was taking the side off a tumble dryer and trying to put an S nine in it, take the heating element out. So that when you put a tumble dryer on, because it's an S9, so you can dry your clothes with it. Yeah, people have tried before. You just put an S9 next to your drying rail, mm-hmm. but an S9 chips can get up to like 65, depending on what your wattage. You might overclock and get an even higher temperature, mm. and and you can. But a tumble dryer can dry clothes. It said between 70, 75. Yeah. So you, you you might be able to run it longer. You change the heating element out for for an S9 and just run it through. But at, at the moment, it's my garage is covered in. Bits of tumble dryer, and I'm not gonna <laughs> ever fit the S9 in it and tube also. I, I look like I look like, like that guy who's basically gonna start wearing a, a, a foil hat around his head and trying to dry clothes. But the problem is that you use a tumble dryer for an hour, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm already having the problem of turning my miners on for five hours and winning blocks just after. So it's Good one, it's it's whether I could find the ta- find the premium time of when when to turn these miners on. So if I can't go what twenty four seven, what did the data say? No, I'm not there yet. I did oh. the long collection t- timeline. So that's you what need more, you need a lot of data. So I'm saying watch the pool. When yeah. the pool hasn't had a block for X amount of hours, yeah. let's say 14 hours or whatever, yeah. the number ends up being depending on the data, then you jump on. No, the, that's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, that's exactly that's but, what I wrote down. But I was speaking to Zach about it, and it's come. I can't, I think, you know, like. Uh, you need to wire in via It's like amazing probabilities, but it's not because if, if you look at um, a roulette table, people often, they're like in a roulette, they, it's a singular event. Yeah, so like so it, the, odds it, the, the odds, yeah, it, like it doesn't change if like no. black before it's black again. It's yeah. like every ten minutes. Yeah, it, so it kind of. I think it depends more on when people are coming in and coming out of that pool. Well, I think whether unfortunately should win on averages. That, so it's like roulette. You can play on averages. Yeah. in the same capacity. So you'd be able to do that on averages. So if the, that pool was not a block for a day, mm. and normally they get three a day. Mm. Then you jump on, jump on, and you'd, you'd hold for as long I as it takes. Them, yes. someone, like, can someone send me a link of the data that's already here, so I don't have to just keep watching? I'm using Brains Pool. Your you, you need an What you need is your your dryer. You put your clothes in. Yeah. You c- close the door. Turn oh, it on. No, no, well, yeah. And, and then it, it, it talks to the API and already on it, it checks. You know, if it's not a block for 24 hours, turn on and dry your clothes. We're, and while it's drying, it's trying exactly to get a block. Talk about how we do that because we need that for the same solar because the solar can't run 24 seven, but you can yeah. charge the battery to run a prolonged period, much yeah. longer than the dryers. So then you could then say, 
all right, it's not had a block for X amount of time, then you run it then you and run see it. how much battery you've actually gained through the charge for the solar, so your battery yeah. rate, and then, then see how long you can run it. And then when it's getting lower, turn off, yeah. and then only turn back if on again. Just, when like, if, block so if they've just had a block. Yeah, so after it's had not had a block mm. for 24 hours, let's say, then you turn mm. back on and run for as long as you can until but it's, it, I just, you turn off it's, again. It shouldn't be related. It, it, there's a, I think there's a much chance of it winning. Well, you've got enough data out there. Yeah, I'm really hoping someone's there. already run it. I just need to find it. Yeah, yeah. to look at it for you. I mean, yeah, we could easily run that. Just to find it all. The data's on... Uh, like, then if people know that, then it's self-fulfilling at that point, isn't it? Because if people know when that... I don't know what's doing. It must be. Crikey, it's such marginal gains on mining. But I just don't... I don't think, I think it, it will show up, and I think it's literally... It might be interesting, look. It might be interesting though, for the retail miner, should we call them? So the, sni- the snipe miner. Snipe miner. Mm. I like slime mining. Now. Mm-hmm. It's grown on me. Yeah. You, if you're just switching on for an hour, you want to know when your hour should yeah. be. But also, if you're running a heater, it's not when the block is, it's when you're cold. So the yeah. heat doesn't work. The clothes dry is different. The clothes on's good. Because most people actually do clothes overnight. Yeah. If you tumble dry. So that just turn it size use loads of wattage anyway, and it's powering the heater. S9 might actually be more efficient than the, than the heater dry. in the tumble dry. Because the, the S9 can run at 850 watt, whereas the tumble dry, well, you need the engine. Yeah. Yeah. You'd still need that. It's just whether. Anyway, the mental my ass is full of those little I'm, I'm interested in that because for a big miner, you would just have them on as much as you can, as mm-hmm. often as you can, because you want yeah. to try and catch as many pills, yeah. as many blocks. But I think for the small guy, yeah, it would make, mm-hmm. I wonder if they could, you wonder if you could end up making it um, a break-even profitable state. I'm, yeah, I might just put it on for an hour a day and just show people. Like that chart is pretty interesting in terms of. I'd get that data first and see. How long see if I can do it. That particular pill you're in, how often do they get a yeah. block? And then you would know that if they've not had a block for like five hours, if it's like they get a block every six hours, for example, mm-hmm. if they've not had one for five hours, then you turn on because the likely, the average Do you think, chance it's, it's they're going to get It doesn't even point. matter that they haven't had a block. It's a, the singular well, event. It's a completely new I, game I every time. No, it is, but the averages, you're playing the averages then. That's what you're playing. Mm. And if they've had that, if they've been running for seven years and they've averaged on five hour blocks mm. then you know if they get to nearly five hours and they haven't had a block <clears> the averages are in your favor and you can automatically turn on you just need that wide interview I, I think it's more about who's joined the pool and what their hash rate is at the time but then if people have, if they've not had it for five hours and then other people join then it's, yeah it's, are people it, already doing it then? it's maybe yeah maybe people are already snipe mining and you're missing out oh, there absolute legends but if you can automate that process yeah oh yeah have that's... that that's a massive thing. That's what will. Well, me and Zach are talking about building for the solar anyway. So you want to it might also for, be it for the tumble dryer. Well, if you can have a plug and play for the mainstream audience, that might be favourable to like saying retail guys that have got one machine at home that plug in. It, it might be favourable to them then because yeah. they can do that, uh, and so it I'm just also it be... automatically communicates via API to the pool that they're designated to and checks the hour slots and things, and you can mm. almost set set settings for that. No, no, it's interesting. Makes sense. I'm intrigued now. I'd like to see the numbers. I'll let you know. I'll keep run it. Night mining updates every week. Night mining. Yeah. Anyway, that wasn't on the agenda. That was on weather. (laughs) Weather. We'll have to come back to that. I'll leave that on the agenda, and maybe Zach can talk about it next week. Okay. One of us can read it. Um, Well, how long have we been running? Is it coin calling? This is 47 minutes. Well, we still have got another page, but I think we're gonna have to cut that out. No, no, we'll work. Yeah, through, yeah, but we've also got ten minutes of bleeping at the start because I said it's very true. Yeah, don't say it. Get out, because come on, <laughs> might do. Uh, clean. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Uh, 
ETFs, we don't really have to touch on this much, but yeah, obviously mm-hmm. BlackRock have, have pushed for one, and now obviously on the back of that, we've got Valkyrie, Bitwise, Invesco, Wisdom Tree. My mum's going to open one. Is, is she got, she got approval? She's going to get approval. Yeah. Everyone's jumping on it next week. Um, is it the is it the BlackRock scheduled for December? Is that, is that the crowd? I'm not remember. I think I've heard that, so I think uh, I might be right. You've heard or, me making it up. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could also be true. There we go. Self-fulfilling prophecy. someone say December. Keep saying it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, December I think was the date I'd seen. Um, now so a, lot a, people, lot. a lot of people changing their previously rejected submissions to be in line with BlackRock's submission, thinking that yes. BlackRock will get through. And if BlackRock get it through, they have and to they've done approved. exactly the same, then they have to get it through as well. Yeah. So that way, they will the floodgates open. Yeah. That'd be massive. Um, yeah. I think there the, is the the December thing. It's still a long way off. We've still got time for it's anticipation now that it comes along, doesn't it? It's the mm-hmm. Price movement. What's going to happen? Price um, hasn't done too much since, has it? But it did. It did. The jump breakthrough thirty was. We were pretty much right in time with that ETF. Now mm-hmm. we were down at like twenty five nearly. Million. We were at one point and we slowly crept back up. But I think that slow creep back up was probably Sailor buying Micro Strategy buying that yeah. three hundred odd million. I yeah. assume. Um, we do. We have seen that in the past when MagStrategy announced a buy. It's like, oh, actually, the last week it's been slowly yeah. grinding up. Yeah. Um, so you can see the the big thing on that one is you see in what three hundred million dollar buy over a, probably a two week period there has gone from twenty last week we were at twenty six k. Yeah, and we're now over thirty k. So it's moved it four thousand dollars in value mm-hmm. over say a week period with MagStrategy in the background just buying three hundred million dollars. There's not a lot imagine, of liquidity that like in terms of no, a lot of people just holding it in wallet. Imagine a, a you know, even a billion dollar buy over a week mm-hmm. uh, these, as the ETFs start coming around, that is going to squeeze. Gonna push the price. Yeah. The exciting weeks, aren't they? Liquidity crisis. We'll... I will be watching the price. We've not watched it for a while, have we? I haven't. Pretty much watch it. Uh, at least every hour I after I look at it. Yeah. yeah, I do check. Semi-regular. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. Nobody really knows. Let's see where, where this mm-hmm. plays. Um, IMF, so this was an interesting one. I actually did want to talk about this one. So IMF um, made a comment the other day about banning crypto, um, and they said it may not be effective in the long run to ban crypto. Mm. So they've gone... Change the tune. So IMF just bailed out Argentina, because we spoke about this the other week, mm-hmm. and we were laughing, uh, making a joke of it, saying Argentina came out saying they're banning cryptocurrency payments. And we were laughing, saying, I bet the IMF have bailed them out. And then about two days after... They did. Yeah. Was it was it India or Pakistan as well? Where I think uh Zach called it, didn't he? It was the Argentina ones. Was that Argentina? Yeah, and that was that one. Okay. Um and we because we were laughing about that and then actually yeah, it, it came out. out to be exactly that. Yeah, because we heard they were banning it and then IMF said, Oh yeah, we've given them alone. Yeah. Yeah. So the IMF have been pushing on countries to ban Bitcoin as they bail them out. Mm. Um and now they've come out with a comment saying, Yeah, banning it doesn't look like it's gonna be effective in the long term. So the, so the countries that have said they banned it on behalf of the IMF, like Argentina, are obviously seeing no downturn in people using people using it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're going to assume that's a pivot then from them. So next time they bail someone out, they may not push them to mm. ban cryptocurrency. We'll see what they do. Regulate it, maybe. Don't know. So it's kind of a weird thing though to ask the the countries, sorry, to say publicly, be like, "We'll bail you out, but you have to say." Oh this. my God! Read that Gladstein book. It's like yeah. the tip of the iceberg yeah, of what they what they ask countries to do. It's for not to blow your mind. Really? Yeah. Well, this is what Ken like the 
Ruto for the Kenyan president, there's, it's like a big pushback on that sort of stuff. Yeah. They don't want to be controlled by these guys mm -hmm. anymore. I mean, you're talking Might about some big. weird controls, mm. what they can farm. Yeah. Huge. Really? Yeah. If you blow your mind, read that book. Okay. Is that on Audible? That was my advice to everything. I think it was read on that, Audible. Read the bloody book. Did you say it was on Audible? No, the other one was. Oh. Got added, but I don't think that one has yet. Or is it check your financial program? Check your financial program. That's account. been added now. Oh, you've, you've, um, have you? I've read that though already. The, oh, have you? Um, what one is it? I thought you were waiting for that one. No, I had to physically read that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, that's one, that is one of my favourite Bitcoin books. If you're talking about favourite Bitcoin books, I've said that so many times. What? The other Bad Steam book. Yeah. The IMF one. Yeah. Hidden Repressions. Yeah, it's not on there at the moment. That's okay. I'm mad. I'll read it when it comes on to Audible. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So, interesting comments, should we say, from them? Um, yeah. Well, people realize eventually, like, everyone's going to realize you can't really ban it. It's not going away. Yeah. Mm. Not China have banned it about seven times. Yeah. Um, the only tip, it's like the blockbuster style day. It's like you've got to, you've got to understand how you, how you live in a world where it exists. And you figure that out. And mm banks obviously santander and you know all these people are realizing that they just are slowing the inevitable yeah. um while they figure out how they still fit and how they still survive mm. after it becomes a common use use case so they may be slowing it down but they know it's inevitable yeah i mean they might go hard about the on on ramps and off ramps like it'd be restricted banking like in terms of what people can put deposit onto exchanges yeah there's Always, there'll always be a bank out there that's willing to Let's do it. And a country. It. And a and country. It's, it's because it's global and the way it is. You can't. You can't and then what level of controls react. you want to put on people's. Because yeah. you create, like, you eventually people just start uprising. Uprising. You can't control their own payments, control their own money. So, yeah, it's definitely. Um, I think everyone's take is slowly coming to the realization it is inevitable and it's not going to be. Um, banned and taken away and it's just now a case of slow play it as much as they possibly can until mm. they can figure out how it fits in their business model mm. SEC boss Gary Gensler uh, he's now getting investigated over his relationship with Sam Bankman Fried um, relationship? I don't know what relationship uh, that's been dodgy that the boyfriends I'm not I sure I think Sam Bankman is it Freed or Fried I say Freed um, I don't know he, he's, he's had relationships with Loads of politicians. Yeah, it's like, but if you see his charges are slowly dropping, dwindling away, mm. you become probably doubt I've seen much prison well, time in the end. Five have dropped, have they? But they were not. They're not serious. Well, I don't know how serious they were, but they weren't like the the initial, mm. the seven initial ones. I think were the main writings. Um, but however, then there's rumours that he's you know grassing on lots of people to get these drops. So I don't know what is the truth behind the scenes there. Um, but he was having before. Uh, FTX collapsed. Um, Sam was with Gary, having uh, been, he was photographed having dinner with him and stuff like this and things. Uh, it's not a good look. No. Um, so for them, that to collapse, and then Gary Gensler comes out all guns blazing at the industry, and then FTX are now relaunching. Uh, it's unreal. They're not unreal. I know people are going to make the argument they're relaunching so they can make everybody else whole again. It's like, mm. realistically, you think they're going to make, what do they own, 10 billion or something? Oh, that's that's amazing. Amazing. Uh, they're going to, yeah. You think they're going to make 10 billion in revenue to pay you guys back? They might launch an ICO. 
maybe that's the way to do it. An illegal ICO that you're not allowed to do. This is how we the ultimate period. My thing as well with that is, okay, if they're going to relaunch, should they not be like going under the same scrutiny that Coinbase and Binance are under in the SEC? Because they had all the tokens and all the derivatives and everything else that were on there. They had their own token. And so are you going to assume that they're going to relaunch with the same stuff? Are they not being no, investigated that? They'll just launch Bitcoin only, won't they? No, because no, they're going to... It. It's not It's not moneymaker for them. They're, they're, they're moneymakers, speculation on casino coins, on tokens. So that is what they're doing. That's what Coinbase are. That's what Binance are. What was the... What, was the uh, like, what came out of that poll that you put on Twitter? Uh, I've not seen. Well, I voted LOL. I think LOL was the winner. Probably was it. So you put a Twitter poll saying, would you use FTX if it relaunched or something like that? Yes, no, or lol. Lol mean, of course. Think lol. Yes, I'll use it. Uh, yeah, 59% put lol. 33% put no. And 8% said yes. See, there's still 8%? 8% people. I don't know if those people are genuine, though. It's put yes for shits and gigs, right? Right. But they could be the people that have potentially lost money on it and they think if they relaunch and yeah. they can make money, mm-hmm. the company makes money, they'll give that money back to them, the, the individuals and customers. Um, the problem for me for that is they made all their They didn't ever make any money. They made money on... It's paper money. Like, well, no, they were taking customers' money. Mm-hmm. So I don't actually know what revenue they ever made as a business. I have no mm-hmm. idea. So, And take away all of the token and the hype and everything around it the speculation on all these coins. You're seeing what Binance and Coinbase are currently going through at the minute. Mm. They're laying off staff. They're um, squeezing down. The Coinbase have been losing money. FTX is going to try and launch into this market that they've already got a brand issue and nobody's going to trust them want to use them. Um, they've coming into a time when the SEC is pushing on securities and trying to get rid of securities and or not get rid of, but um, regulate them correctly as they see fit. Um, so really, like you said there, Bitcoin only is, is your option there outside maybe, trying to push some Maybe the relaunch is off to operate like the rundown into like the, almost to clear the mess. No, it's to, it's to launch a new exchange as far as I I'm aware to make it. people that vote. Is and I that's the argument they put. do not believe it. That's the argument they put to the, the thing, isn't it? The Like the bankruptcy side of things so they can try and make customers whole. To make them whole. Yeah. But you've got to make, this company's got to make $10 billion in profit somewhere to make you would ever get involved with that that's crazy it's crazy it's not gonna i don't know yeah it's unbelievable i can't believe that to do this um yeah and you also who is the guy in the team running that exchange and they've never ran an exchange who the hell are they it's like it's a lawyer that's coming to take over as ceo isn't it that dealt with bankruptcy cases in the past it's like he's not an expert outsourcing bits of work to some crypto exchange yeah Yeah. so what team what team are they pulling in to do this so this is our new ceo and he just gets back in (laughs) yes here comes sbf but it is it's just but he's learned from his mistakes as he's always said on the twitter spaces hold his hands up he made some mistakes he's gonna learn from them is he really no you wouldn't you wouldn't trust him with a five would you no no um, and you wouldn't trust the brand anymore. Like there's no team behind it anymore. They would have to get a new, fresh team to do all this. And none of them. I don't know who that team is and who. Yeah, be. I think we're giving it too much. I don't think it'll happen. No. That's launched in September, apparently. I don't understand how. Long I I you've heard that from loads of exchanges, loads of wallets. It's true. Pop, That's true. They never come out. That this won't true. happen. That is true. It's a day boiling guarantee. Day boiling guarantee. Get on the. Will not. That. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, should we move on to the the coin corner? Coin corner news. Yeah, we've, we've talked about uh, that as well. Questions and news. Coin corner news. 
do do do. Rob Bedford. It's a terrible intro. We don't have any sound effects, so. It's the standard Molly says every time she does something, <laughs> some sort of announcement. That's what she tells love here. She like preempts it with it. Yeah, it's absolutely horseshit. Oh. We've never learned our lesson over the no. years. <laughs> Not like SPF. <laughs> exactly. SPF's announcements would be better than this. People like the, okay. the downplay. Um, yeah, so earlier this week we announced that we are Rail Bedford's payments provider sponsor for their upcoming season. Yay! What does a payments provider sponsor actually mean? That means that basically we are going to be bringing CoinCorner checkout to their website and club facilities so people can pay with Bitcoin or Lightning or merch, drinks, whatever they've got on offer. Using the bulk card as well. Using the bulk card. Have they got a Rail Bedford mega store at this the ground? I mean, I don't think it's like, like United's mega store. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's quite the size of <laughs> United's mega store. No. I don't go, in, go into that as a kid. Actually, nice. I remember the first time I went in. It used to be quite cool. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, but it's really cool. So it's I think it's a great partnership. Um, very good friends with Peter McCormick. So it's nice to be helping one another out. Okay. Yeah. Be good. It can be a we'll test bed for our new products and experiments, can't it? Yep. Which is yeah. what we like. Maybe some of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good because they're open to, to trying different things out as well. So, so I'm right. nice to support them. It's been, I love what he's doing with that. I love the will we journey get, of that. Will we get a involved. Rail Bedford shirt? Yeah. What, we are getting one? Yeah. What size are you getting it? I don't know. We've not got that far. Ladies small. We will yeah. need a double XL. Squeeze it. We will need a double XL, please. <laughs> Oil and seven on the back. <laughs> I think it's probably signed by the team and everything. Is it? Uh, so wear it. I tell you it's what, game frame, Dave. When we get it, we Good. could we could oh, frame it and put it up in the new office. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Do we ever get the Oxford one I've, framed? I've got it. Oh, you've got it. Yeah. What size is that in your size? Um, my dad's bought it as well. Yeah, it's probably my size. Did he buy it? Yeah. Oh, your dad bought it. My dad bought it. Um, Did I've you... got them all. I've got loads of them. So when the new office is sorted, I've got okay. things to go up all over the place. Yeah. Company property, that thing. Uh, technically not. Okay. Also, technically, my company. All <laughs> <laughs> right. You said he's toys out of the pram. <laughs> technically, your company. Check me, Dave. i tell you what, what were you doing at Tremode the other day? When I was, uh, I was helping you in that bin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how down to earth we are. We could have, but, we could have had that filmed. That would oh, so basically, we're doing the, the office move. We need, we're expanding lots of new faces and we need a bigger office. But as we are doing tight, all the work tight, north, tight northerners no, we don't you like are. we don't yeah. we are yeah okay yeah. but it helps the company so every penny should be based on company experience not i like that as well team bonding yeah. and it's all about so at one point about eight o'clock environment. on a tuesday night after we we're doing some bits and pieces in your office i was holding a massive industrial wheelie bin and danny was stamping down stamping down on it i, I was thought, in the and it was really shaking it. about and he was like oh you might just fall cracking what a way to go this would yeah. be i was like Brian Armstrong could see us now. Brian Armstrong this would is, see this that, is would the he? way. This is That's the way. He's yeah. like, this is this is the Bitcoin like Bitcoin way. Yeah. Just to do it like that. But yeah, I had good fun jumping up and down. It was like a little needle fight. That's also nice little. Even Gip was like, it makes you feel part of it. Yeah. You paint and you build. You were physically building. You know, yeah. the new office. Yeah. And Gib, Gib's absolutely like we put the flooring down. God, what workhorse that guy is. Gib is like going to be so angry when we get in there and everything's not perfectly aligned, and he's going to he's going to be so prideful of that. Between him and Ross, like they should not lay carpet tiles because they've got worse OCD about stuff lining up. Me and Daddy just shook. You want to spray? Why not? It's sort of out of Oh my god! Sure, or like sure. Let's keep quiet about that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, just don't look too 
much yeah. detail of the it's carpet. It's looking pretty good already, I think. Oh, it's right space. It's starting to come together quite nice. going to be good. What, what's it called? Oh, we can't do it. Maybe not. back what you said. Because at the start of the office thing, you said you wouldn't trust me and Danny to like. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm That's why I'm getting my hands on. Hands involved. That's what it looks good, right? Mold in the direction of it. come together. We've had we've had quite team votes on everything. I've mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff. Oh, it yeah. looks it's, sweet. It's been we've let the team decide. Like one of the rooms was saying, like, what do you want in this? What's yeah, going on? Yeah, yeah. Um, the colours and things like that. We've tried to keep the whole team in in voting as much as we could. Mm-hmm. The build rooms. Well, that's going to be the mecca of it all. That's where my tumble dryers will be. Oh God! I think we will. That's where the fire risk will be when we're soldering. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy electronics in there. Because one of the things we, we've seen, we've seen from a, a local company, don't we, in the, the office there, and we know some staff from there, and they build this crazy office. But I don't think the, like, the team know anything about like any import or what's happening, mm-hmm. and then the amount they spent on it and everything else. It's just. It's not quite made the team feel like they're part of that. And I think what well, we've like, done is tried to do the complete opposite almost and been more open to the team and saying, what do you want? What colour carpet do you yeah. vote for in this room? What yeah. do we do here? What do we do there? Um, All under... Mikey actually, wanted a pub. We're working on it, Mikey. Just the bar, don't you? The bar. The bar. Just, just bar. give you a beer. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll be keg under my desk. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're trying to cater for everyone, but it's like making like exactly that. That's mm-hmm. nice to hear from them, Gib. It's I mean, you even more. thought about a slide, didn't you? But We've that would have been ridiculous. Man. Yeah, we are, we are a professional outfit. Can't have slides. Dave, it's true. Professional. Yeah, we got more though. We're about to, like you literally <laughs> just said you were jumping in a bin. How's that professional? No, that's just that's it's full. Sort of that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's the whole slide. Jeff Bezos, <laughs> Dora's yeah. desk, isn't it? It's like like we put the effort in to yeah. do this. We're saving the money because the you know. Some experiences where you should spend money not on new offices and shiny bright things for for your office space. Mm. You should be getting your hands dirty and doing it yourself. For the staff that make the customer experience happen. <laughs> should have, Mike. <laughs> Before we have let you guys have all oh, the, yeah, as no, much no, input as possible to try and yeah. keep keep things uh, then largely ignored it. it. Just crap on and just ignored <laughs> it and put like, we have, constraint I mean budgetary I, restrictions on everything. Well, pop, yeah, of course. Yes. Limitations. Yeah. Anyway, um, but going nicely. Times. Right, we've got Both. questions this week. Well, you, anything no, else to add? No. Okay. Cool, I've got questions this week. Just one question. We haven't got time for questions. Okay, I'll leave pick you your, Pick your gem. Um, okay. JBC asks, the bulk card can pay where merchants accept these payment types. Any chance of a quick on a debit card which could be used in any location accepting visa? Great question. Well... Yes. Coming soon, Tia. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Coming shortly. Yes, I have one in my drawer. Oh. Yeah. Do we have a time frame? No. Okay. <laughs> mm. I don't want to give a time frame and then it not happen, but uh, I have one in... I have two in my drawer, actually. Well, two in my drawer. Mm. How about you share? I, I can maybe bring them on next week and, and show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. See. Cool. Um... But in short, yes, that is coming soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'll be exciting. By the way, when that. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right, great question. Really short answer. <laughs> and then we make such a deal, then we we're like, oh, okay, get us questions. Get, get the questions in. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what else I can say because it's just yes, the answer. Okay. Yeah. Simple. Currently underway. Currently in progress. Mm-hmm. Right. No, right. let's wrap it up. Great work, guys. Thanks, Mikey. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Goodbye. Cheers. No one's given a piece with Zach.
Peace. <laughs>